Welcome to the Answers for Elders radio show. Meet the trusted experts who will give you straight answers and will help guide you on the path of later life care. Now, here's your host, founder, caregiver, and CEO, Suzanne Newman. And welcome back, everyone, to Answers for Elders Radio Network. And we are here with Dr. Paul Winner, who is the Senior Director of the Premier Research Institute and the Director of the Memory Disorder Center in West Palm Beach, Florida, the nice sunny part of the country of the USA. And I'm way up in the opposite corner of the Pacific Northwest, and we have a rainstorm. So there you go. <laughs> So I'm glad we still have power. We may even lose some later today. So I hear Dr. Winner. But anyway, we're here talking about the progression and the the promise of Alzheimer's disease that's going on. And I am so excited, Dr. Winner, you've given us so much. I mean, I think this is all about hope. It's really about saying that it's just not talk. We're We're actually making some breakthroughs. We're knowing things about the disease that we've never known before. And so obviously I want to talk a little bit about the opportunities out there and what's going on and what's happening. So Dr. Winner, welcome back. Thank you very much. And yes, there's, there's definitely a lot of optimism. There is definitely hope for patients with Alzheimer's. I think the key is that we have several targets. We've started to understand this disease a little better. We understand a lot more about amyloid, its toxic form, about tau, how it progresses, how there's nerve damage. These are all targets. These are all options to stop Mm -hmm. them. So our targeted research is to try to remove the toxic amyloid, to prevent its formation, to uncouple it, make it easier to be removed. So there's three different options there, three different treatment algorithms, to remove the tau, the toxic tau, because there's ta- there are basically plaques and tangles, amyloid and tau. So that's another target. To decrease inflammation, which is another target. To be mm-hmm. neuroprotective, to prevent cell death, which is that single. To address the glial cell for inflammation. These are all targets. These are all options. And mm-hmm. all of these are being tested right now. And there wow. is definitely optimism in several of them. Some, we feel, will have some FDA-approved medicines possibly in 2023, definitely within the next two, three years, we should have several with the way the research is going. That's amazing. There's an enormous amount of optimism on our side as researchers, but we do, you know, we we try to be very positive, but we do have to be a little careful. We do not have the ability today to stop Alzheimer's dementia. Let's make that clear. We do not have a cure. That's okay. We're, We're working to that. That's a goal, but that's not present. What we can do is slow the progression of the illness. And we have shown we were able to remove amyloid. So that's some key issues. When I say slow progression, you want to get in front of this. It takes 15 to about 22 years for the amyloid to be deposited. During all that time, it's causing trouble, damage, inflammation, cell death, Mm -hmm. production of tau. So you want to get in there as early as you possibly can. You want to get there even before patients have clinical symptoms. How in the world could we do that? Well, we have biomarkers now. We can tell if someone biologically has the markers, positive amyloid, positive tau, positive nerve damage, already present, yet their clinical testing is normal. And they may only say, I'm just not as sharp. I'm just starting to have some trouble. 
with losing things. It's not really affecting their life yet, but it's there. So we can do that today. And those That's studies amazing. are ongoing right now. We are That's doing amazing. those. We've enrolled. I have patients under treatment. Then there's the next group. They clearly have trouble. There we call MCI, mild cognitive impairment. When we talk to them, they come in voluntarily. It's the last year or two or three, maybe even more. They're having some trouble. They're starting to forget things. I've got to do lists to go to the grocery store, which they never did before. They're forgetting names, which they never did before. That's a key issue. Or they're actually a little more trouble now. They need directions. They need someone else to help them in the car to drive. They need someone else to help them with the checkbook because they're making too many mistakes. Mm -hmm. Or they can't do the recipes anymore without someone there. So that's more advanced. That's into we call mild or the milder form of Alzheimer's. These two are early Alzheimer's. This is where we can slow down the deposition of amyloid in the brain. That's been done. In fact, there's already a medicine, aducanumab, that's FDA approved. But there are a lot of issues around it, and it's only used still in research primarily. But two others have shown very significant promise recently. In phase two studies, they've shown reduction in the deterioration of cognitive function where they were able to show where the placebo was deteriorating, the active monoclonal antibody group deteriorated to a lesser extent, about 27 to 32%, depending on the study. That's very important to note that. Mm -hmm. The clinical relevance is still being determined and it doesn't happen right away. It takes about six months to a year plus to remove amyloid to about a 60 to 70 plus percent. And it takes about 18 months for us to really see what I've just observed sure. or discussed in these observations. But this is significantly positive. The medicine does what it's supposed to do. It That's removes amazing. the amyloid. And it did slow in the monitoring we did for cognition and for function compared to placebo. So you had less of a decline in the group that was on this active mm -hmm. medicine. So- mm -hmm. Therein lies one aspect, but I said there's many other things we're doing. We're looking at anti-inflammatory type medicines, neuroprotective type medicines. Those are a little bit in their earlier studies, but we do have some promise. The Athera 1017 FOSCO is a study we're doing. We've completed the ACT study. We're now on the LIFT study. These are giving us some very nice, interesting, it's a new target that we've not had before. It's called the MET receptor system that we're studying. And I can get into that as well. But there are multiple targets. There's something else called ALZ801. And basically what this does, it prevents the monomer, the beginning of that bad protein, uh, A-beta-42, mm -hmm. when it's single, when it becomes double and triple mm -hmm. and more, it becomes an oligomer and then folds and it becomes bigger and becomes uh, essentially what we call the plaque and cause inflammation. How about if we don't let that happen? We block it. So wow. that's another aspect that's being looked at. Yeah. It's only being studied, though, in patients who have what they call APOE homozygous or heterozygous. And the data in so far is very interesting and very promising, but we're not sure what we're going to do with that yet. But something to watch. There's a lot of positive issues here. And there are many others I haven't even touched on yet mm -hmm. that could be considered. Yeah. And by the way, there's not just one or two monoclonal antibodies to remove amyloid. There are several. Why would you want to have several? Wouldn't you just want to have one? 
Well, it doesn't work that way. There's all different variants on Alzheimer's. Certain yeah. people, there's all different targets. Some will respond better to one than the other. Mm -hmm. There are different side effect profiles. So these medicines have done what we've asked them to do, but they also have side effects. Mm -hmm. Knowing what their genetic APOE status helps us determine possibly which one to pick under what circumstances, because we do see increased side effects on people who are heterozygous and homozygous. What am I saying? APOE4 means you get one of these four. Four is not the gene you want from mom or dad, but if you get one from each and there are two fours, that's homozygous. If you get one from mom or dad, that's heterozygous. It increases the risk of potential side effects from some wow. of the monoclonals as we have it now. So what I'm showing you or discussing with you is we know a lot. We can determine if you yeah. have amyloid in the brain, we have options to consider to remove it. We can determine if your risk factors for side effects are higher and determine and discuss what we should do. We can pick other medicines. We have IV forms, subcutaneous forms, and oral forms are different types. But for the monoclonals, we have two, sub-Q and IV. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. look at the options that are being presented to patients. Now, right now, this is research, but we do anticipate that this will start to be coming out uh, be FDA approved in mm -hmm. different versions uh, rather soon. That is so amazing. And, and, you know, to think about even where we were a year ago, <laughs> I, I mean, there's so many things I remember participating in Alzheimer's walk and they'd show that white flower that someday there's going to be a cure, you know, and where everybody's carrying these colored flowers. And I, uh, you know, it was a pipe dream. And yet I'm like, as you're talking, I'm sitting here thinking to myself, for those of us that have participated in the Alzheimer's walk, you know, we've seen an evolution happen with this disease. that's not very promising, but, you know, I'm now envisioning how many white flowers are going to be out there in the future, which is really, really amazing. And, you know, it's thanks to people like you. And it th also thanks to people that are participating in the clinical research trials. And because we couldn't get anywhere, we didn't have those, you know, them participating. And I think that's the thing that we want to encourage people to, to participate. I think that, you know, being on the cutting edge of something that is, you know, on the verge of a medical breakthrough is, is pretty darned exciting. And I am so thrilled to hear this news. So Dr. Winner, as far as we're going to be closing out this segment just on the radio, we're going to do one more segment for everyone. So go to Answers for Elders and you can get the fifth segment. But um, in the meantime, I want to talk a little bit about someone, if they're going to call you, um, we want to get your contact number, but also if they call you from another state, anything like that, what happens on that phone call? Well, obviously we'll direct them. We're part of a large network of research centers and that essentially are doing phase one, two, and three. These are early stage research uh, in human beings with the illness. We'll do our best to direct you with the information you give us to someone who can help you in your area. But you can always use the Alzheimer's Association, which is across the whole country, or the American Academy of Neurology, which also has the ability, they have a, a patient arm that can help you as well. So there are a lot of good sources, but we'll do our best to to get you that help. Absolutely. And the number is 561-851-9400. That's 561-851-9400. And your website? 
Website is Premier Research Institute. That's P-R-E-M-I-E-R-E, researchinstitute.com. And you can just quickly get uh, information in there and we'll get right back to you. Fabulous. And for those of you that want to be involved, we do have one more segment coming up next. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-494-8310. I'm here with spokesman John Wolf. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in... Anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-494-8310. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-494-8310. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. We at Answers for Elders thank you for listening. Did you know that you can discover hundreds of podcasts in our library on senior care? So visit our website and discover our decision guides that will help you also navigate decision making. Find us at AnswersForElders.com. Hi everyone, this is Meredith from the Senior Fitness with Meredith podcast, where I discuss all things for seniors. From fitness, your health and wellness journeys, how to be all over strong and beyond. I also have my mini podcast called Motivation with Meredith. It's a great, quick, motivational pick-me-up for your days. Join me, listen now, search for Senior Fitness with Meredith on your favorite podcast platform.